0: this ah, the French. but what reason? what is the charge eating a meal a succulent chinese meal oh, i'm here papa yippee-ki-yay mister
1: falcon first listen to the man the snoopy snoopy poop dog my wife hated me being a firefighter of course nine months later
0: Father! if you don't mind my saying i don't like your attitude one bit
1: inspired Six times I've now ruined my whiskey. I'm under I'm under what? I just want to do whatever serves the corporation best. Oh. Good night, Mr. Johnson. Stay tight. Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Recording from the top of the Ferris wheel at the Smogville World Fair, it's World Champion Podcast. I'm your co host, Brighton SLC. And I'm Sean Black. World Champion Podcast is a free-form discussion that brings you news, tales, and information from the fringe and from the forgotten corners of society and popular culture. Indeed. We signed a bad contract to become the official podcast of this glorious world's exposition. So along with belly dancers, snake charmers, wonderful new inventions like the churro. The typewriter. The typewriter. You'll find our show, mm-hmm. World Champion Podcast.
0: All right, speaking of news, this is a big news day. We've got, we, they're, they're doing a
1: groundbreaking right now. It's big news for Smogville because right. the big concern is once the fair leaves, what becomes of Smogville, mm-hmm. home of the largest, world's largest coal miner graveyard? Mm-hmm. What's the legacy? They are breaking ground. The mayor, um, we're at the peak of the heat dome, so luckily we're in this tin Ferris wheel, and at least there's shade. It is and, darn warm. And,
0: but the, and beautiful sunsets.
1: Amazing sunset. It's hard in to breathe. The, the sky
0: is blood red, but but it's still it's stunning once the sun hits the mountaintops. Very beautiful. Um, I did a little bit of research. So part of this groundbreaking, it, it, this all this all came from the mayor's office, and we've been talking about the mayor a lot, and and I couldn't really catch a name. Everyone just calls him the mayor, but I was able to go to the the Hall of Records over at the Library of Smogville. And in there, I found a, a receipt. It was, it was for, for a vacuum cleaner. And it was bought by one Maximilian
1: uh, duck. Maximilian duck. We've glanced the, at the mayor a few times. We've gotten glimpses mm-hmm. of him. He's, got, he's very feathery.
0: Right. And it turns out he actually... He's pretty grotesque. He's, he, he, he might actually be a duck. From, what, from my research, what Very I've learned Very large into. duck. So
1: you can see why you would elect a duck mayor when he's that large of a duck. Right. And he's,
0: not only is he large, he's erratic, he's crazy. He made a name for himself by being, you know, like, his nickname's Screwy. Mm-hmm. So if you want to call him by his full name, it's Screwy Max Duck.
1: Screwy Max Duck. He's being. Mayor uh, Max Duck. Mayor Max Duck. He's currently being challenged by Zephyr the Pig, who's right. a fine pig. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I don't see how anyone that uh, kind of erratic. Mm-hmm. And just sort of loud and just kind of like bark, bark, bark. I, I don't see how that kind of person could ever get elected, yeah, to that... to the mayoral office. But it happened.
0: He holds a lot, he has a lot of power here in Smogville, and he, he has a lot of connections. But one thing that he's been doing that I'm really happy about is breaking ground on this new school.
1: So yeah, the Smogville School of Quackademic Studies,
0: right. And and that makes more sense now that I've looked into the history of this this mayor a little bit now. Because when I first heard School of Quacademics, I thought that's very. That's a very odd name for a school.
1: Yeah, and some of the, the uh, degrees being offered uh, lame stream, quackademics, malartical, falgineering, and of mm-hmm. course, quackonomics, PhD Quacka- in quackonomics. Yeah,
0: that's the foundation. Those three, they really, that's the makings of a good school. School without quackado- quackademics, I'm sorry. That's that's not a school.
1: I don't know. I have problems with quackademia. It's kind of just such a circle jerk. You just mm. study, you only know other. Uh,
0: and it seems like people that duck get in... Festers. Yeah, well, yeah, the other duck festers. You get into quackademics, you're, you're there for the whole, your whole life. There's people that just get in there and they just, you know, they, 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 they insulate themselves to reality. Reality to them is just water off some, something's back.
1: Exactly. And that, yeah, it's hard to argue with these academics mm-hmm. too, when they try to tell you that the Earth is still flat. Mm-hmm. It's still flat, yeah. You know, it used to be flat before it became round.
0: Yeah, I. We I all thi- know that. Yeah, it was it was flat. That was the BC part, and then it, or no, it, it, what is it BCE before Common Era, current era, before Common Era. Sure, Common Era. I'm not sure. That sounds like a fun little holiday.
1: No, Common Era is uh, the Latin name for the uh, uh, teal crested eider, which is a duck that lives in the uh, Baikal region of Russia.
0: And that makes that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Now, mm-hmm. okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, it used to be flat. Now it's round. These are, these are the things you would learn in a school like this, I imagine.
1: Yeah, I'm really interested to see. Hopefully they'll let us uh, in maybe audit some classes
0: because mm-hmm.
1: I don't want to. Uh... Isn't it true that if you get a degree, it invalidates your previous degree?
0: Yeah, they've, they've made up some weird laws surrounding this school.
1: Yeah. But I don't know. It's, it's like part of the student loan thing or mm-hmm. something that's going on. Again, I don't really pay attention. I'm no expert on... Whether the Napoleonic era, mm-hmm. or uh, or anything that's going on in the news, but I know there's something where if you go start another degree, your previous one gets canceled out. Right. It's and like immediately you,
0: too. Just one class is all it takes. Yeah,
1: it's like starting a new vi- uh, campaign in a video game without saving the old one. Right. So it's, it's it keeps it it's fair. It keeps it the playing ground level. But anyway, yeah, um, interesting episode today, Sean. What do you got going on in your life? Had any good meals lately? Meals. Yeah. Um, you'd think I said that as bait because you either had had a good meal or I've had a good one I wanted to talk about, but no, I'm really just winging it, so to speak. Okay. No pun intended. Let's
0: see. Meals, meals. I feel like I had a good one recently, but no, no, I mean,
1: not, nothing is really popping out in my head. I had some ham this weekend. Um, you know, those, those like ice cream bars that look like Spider-Man or, mm-hmm. or the Ninja turtle. Right. I had some ham that kind of tasted like that. And that might sound weird, but it was really good. Tastes
0: like an ice cream bar? That, yeah. It was
1: a Ninja Turtle? Yeah. Or Spider-Ham? Spider sp- sp-
0: oh. Spider-Man, Spider-Ham?
1: Mystery solved. We did it again.
0: I was thinking a lot. This week, I was thinking about the in the Marvel Universe, there's a, an alternate reality where all the superheroes are animals. Mm-hmm. This is one of my favorite things as a child. Called, it's the spectacular Spider-Ham. And this is a pig. No, no, no. I was gonna say it's a pig that got bit by. I forgot the origin is is so beautiful. The origin of Spider Ham is he was a spider that got bit by a radioactive pig.
1: It's kind of a Charlotte's Web thing.
0: It's kind of yeah, like a reverse a reverse thing. <laughs> yeah. And so they, it's a giant pig with spider powers, or a giant spider that looks like a pig. It doesn't matter. Anyways, there's this alternate universe, and I was thinking this that they made this up in the '80s. There was no venom. But I started thinking about spider ham and thinking would venom's name be Ven ham like venom ven ham it's it's obvious right because he's also a a pig spider nemesis
1: what a, that's a good point so what would carnage's name be I was just about to say that um cartilage <laughs> it's not bad
0: carn that's I, I, I offhand, not, The thing is, is is in this animal universe, they they, they can kind of just make stuff up. There there are characters like Captain America. Cat. Wait,
1: which, you're saying that in the in the animal version of comics, they mm-hmm. can just make stuff up?
0: Well, uh, that's yeah, that didn't come out right. What <laughs> I mean, what I mean is they they don't really stick to the rhyming pun.
1: Oh, sure. So there's certain
0: characters like Captain America Cat where you just put a T at the end and that makes perfect yeah. sense. Now,
1: we, we complained about this on a recent episode. I feel like Captain America Cat works just fine. I'm fine with it. It's not too forced. It's no Leonardo Dog Vinci, which is bullshit.
0: Well, I think the two, the two uh, sides of the argument are Captain America
1: Cat and Cap, Cat... cat Catpin, Captain America. cat Cat ameritabby America-tab. Cap tabby America Cat.
0: But, but, but what I'm saying is is some of these characters are not even close, so they could literally have Venom be Ven... Like, Deer Man. That, maybe that's a really bad... That's terrible. Venison. Wow. Venison. That'd be pretty good. Or Ven...
1: No. Mo, ve, ven... Venman, Di, Venn diagram. Ven...
0: Uh, hummingbird
1: the hummingbird. Yeah. What's Mary Jane called in the Spider-Ham universe?
0: Oh, what is her name? Because so it's, it's Peter Porker mm-hmm. is, is his alias. Mary Jane Water Buffalo. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. That's pretty good. I'm almost positive
1: that's what Mary Jane is. Well, I'm glad you brought up meals, and I'm glad you brought up comic books. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've followed our podcasting careers for a long time, and surely you have, you know that we spent a lot of time on an old show called Fight for Comics, Indeed. which if you don't know, you can find at fightforcomics.com. That was a weekly comic book review program. It's excellent. We cut our teeth on it. Five stars. Right, I would say 10 so. Ten out of ten. Yeah. Absolutely. We hit the ground running. We hit the ground running right from the get-go. It was brilliant. <laughs> um, of course, we did it with uh, two other friends. I wouldn't want to not credit them, Jonas and Sean L. Mm-hmm. Um brilliant podcasters in their own right, mm-hmm. along with all, all of us. Um, so, But it's been a while since we've talked about comics. I personally got, um, I don't even want to say burned out. I was enjoying comic books. Actually, I have a new theory on this. Okay. Uh, years and years of reading tons of comic books every week, talking about them on the show, living, eating, breathing it, going to the conventions. As soon as we retired that program, I dropped the mic. I have not read a comic book since then. Mm -hmm. You're still reading them a little bit. You're still enjoying them. Yes. The last comic book we reviewed was Bone, the complete series, Mm -hmm. which is perhaps the greatest achievement in the medium. It really is. And one of the greatest achievements in any sort of, uh, any medium. Yeah. So it's possible that I couldn't, I just can't read anything after reading something that is perfect. Yeah. And that good. That's true. Yeah. But I found something also is perfect. Oh, good. Thanks to listener Kevin T. So this is Kevin T, not Kevin, not Kevin D. D. And okay. yes, we, we teased it last week. We are going to get into this later. <laughs> I'm just I'm just nervous about this. I'm nervous to do it's It's, it's Ben Hamas. Yes. We'll get to it. We'll yeah, get to it, it. We'll get to it. Um, did you read this? No. Okay, I'm talking about Kentucky Fried Chicken Presents, A Return to Greatness for the All-New Colonel Corpse. Crisis on Infinite Kernels.
0: All right. So let's lay the groundwork here. This is made by Kentucky
1: Fried Chicken? Yes. Is, it a, is, is a, that correct? It is an advertisement for Kentucky Fried Chicken disguised as a DC comic. And, it, and the title, Crisis on
0: Infinite Kernels, is a reference to the 1986-ish event, Crisis on Infinite Earths, that, that reset... The DC Comics continuity, a very, very famous event in comic books.
1: Yeah, and and if I'm I'm explaining this right, in 50 years of comic book history, things can get a little muddled. A little confusing. Yeah, and so to reconcile this, DC said, oh, well, that time that Superman was a surfer, that was on Earth-14, where everyone's a surfer. Mm -hmm. And the time Batman had a beard, that was Earth-5, the beard-verse. Correct. Infinite Earths. Infinite Earths. So this comic, we start out in Earth 3, which is the evil twin one, as it helpfully tells us. We have a Colonel Sanders-looking figure who's wearing black. Now, of course, the Colonel Sanders we know wears all white. He wears white. He says, I've had it up to here with Harlan Sanders and his holier-than-thou hard way. Editor's note, the hard way is Colonel Sanders' creed and the secret to his success. Now, believe it or not, this comic has a lot of praise for Colonel Sanders. (laughs) Okay. A lot of very natural dialogue about why his chicken is the best. And he does it the hard
0: way. Right off the bat, yeah. they, they make it clear that it's because he doesn't cut corners.
1: Yeah. So Colonel Sunder says, it's getting so I can't make an easy buck without him sticking his beak in my business.
0: He, he doesn't care about chicken at all. He cares about money. He cares about money.
1: Like... He's got a new, uh, a new partner. <laughs> Uh-oh. We'll see who that is. Back to Earth 1, which is our regular Earth. Colonel Sanders is complaining to a reporter. My doggone doppelganger led some of my restaurants to cut corners and take the easy way. Well, you can tell your readers I'm back to make things right. I'm retraining all my cooks, improving customer service, and making dang sure every bucket of is Colonel quality guaranteed. Okay, for, for,
0: first of all, so he, he does talk like Foghorn Leghorn, you think, in real life? I've never heard Colonel Sanders talk. Oh, he used
1: to be in the commercials. And he he it's alive. straight,
0: it's Foghorn Leghorn.
1: Pretty much, yeah. And now there's the new commercials where they're, they're having different comedians right. play him.
0: But they, they don't have yeah. really, I guess they do accents. Yeah, yeah, it, huh? it's, it's
1: the Foghorn Leghorn.
0: Okay, the second one is, how is Colonel Sanders aware of Colonel Sunders if he's on, an, on a parallel earth? How did he hear about this easy way he's
1: making chicken? Well, Am this I confused? Is, this is the second issue, so oh, probably, okay. we probably got confused. Um. There is a nice scene where he's waving a flag with his own face on it and says, it's a way of life. I'm calling the recolonization of Earth. <laughs> That's pretty good. And we may have talked about this. that He's not a military colonel, but he is a Kentucky colonel, mm-hmm. which is a strange honorific bestowed by the state of Kentucky
0: Right. He doesn't actually have military, a military background no, as Colonel Sanders. No,
1: but it is still an official title that only like the governor of Kentucky or something it's can like give you. It's like it's kind of, it's being knighted. It's like a Kentucky version
0: of being knighted.
1: Absolutely. It really is. Look it up sometime. Kentucky Colonel. He gets woozy and faints. Colonel, can you hear me? Let us through, folks. Now we've got Lady Colonel Sanders and Lady the Flash... The Flash is there, Lady of the Flash, but it's but it's the DC Flash with their the, They're from Earth Eleven, which I'm assuming is the Earth where all the genders are switched.
0: Okay, which is a real a real Earth in DC
1: Comics. I know all the all these are these all are yeah okay. Yeah. Um, and they're like Earth Colonel. Three is evil,
0: huh? That's where the the what are they called the they're not the Justice League. They're not the Injustice League. It's not that simple.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice, though. I know. Anyway, continue. Um, so listen, Harland. It's important. Can you remember your secret recipe? Well, Uh-oh. of course I can. The first ingredient is. Uh, I can only remember the second of my eleven secret herbs and spices. Eleven? I thought there was nineteen. No, that you know, that may be Doctor
0: Pepper. I'm pretty sure there's 19 herbs and spices in Kentucky Fried
1: Chicken. Uh, I'm pretty sure the author, Tony Bedard, looked it up before writing this KFC Produced.
0: Wait, so so you're saying there's 12... God, what do you think they are? I thought there was way more. I thought it was hopeless, but I bet I could come up with 12. Salt and pepper. I got two right there.
1: Garlic? Uh, It's 11 secret herbs and spices. 11. Okay, 11. That's Um, easy.
0: I can come... There's only about 11 spices and herbs.
1: They... uh... Well, I don't want to spoil it. Google that, and you'll find out the truth that the lamestream media isn't going to cover.
0: Wait a minute, wait a minute. So is this going to... Am I going to learn about this in Quackademics?
1: Yeah, Quackademics is going to teach this. Okay. So he can only remember the second of the 11 ingredients. Um, Lady Colonel Sanders can only remember the first.
0: I see where this is going, I See where this is
1: going? They got to go to every single
0: universe parallel universe find the other 10 ingredients
1: yep yep uh it's interesting because the art style changes to fit the universe oh so i they, love that they go to earth 19 the steampunk one i think that's gotham by gaslight
0: oh that is its own oh, i forgot about that because gotham with gaslight was right before flashpoint
1: so uh no gotham by gaslight was a long time ago that was mike mcnola before hellboy this is like a. Oh, uh, what am I one. thinking
0: of? I'm thinking of the the one that Scott Snyder did yeah, before he what you're was famous. About. Yeah.
1: Never mind. Yeah. But um, so this is sort of a. So there's
0: a long established steam, steampunk parallel Earth.
1: Yeah, and it's a very. Well, I mean, it's it's no Mike McNolan, of course, <laughs> but it's kind of copying that vibe. Where Detective Colonel Harlan Sanders is of the Gotham City Police Force. Uh, they go to Earth 22, which is the Kingdom Come verse. Oh, cool. Where, Wait, who's uh,
0: there? The Kingdom Come version of Colonel Sanders?
1: Yeah, the Kingdom Come version of Colonel Sanders, who has like sort of booster gold glasses on, <laughs> and he's with the Flash when the Flash is like completely made out of the Speed Force, and he's got oh, wow. the winged helmet on. Wow. And he's and
0: because the the Kingdom Come Flash can never stop moving.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they're having, this is so cool. So they're sitting down at KFC. Uh huh. And the Colonel's complaining that this other chicken place is all flash and no substance. If you'll pardon the expression. They just don't care much about quality. I built this place from the ground up. I've worked too hard to give it up now. And wow. then the other, the other three colonels show up. Um, at this point, I'm, I'm knowing that uh, Harland is not getting enough credit. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that later. Okay. Who's Harland, you might ask? Well, another person that the lamestream media tries to avoid when talking about the KFC legacy. Really? Well, I mean, Colonel just said, I built this place from the ground up. He certainly did not... We'll get to that. Okay. Earth 51, the post-apocalypse one where everyone's an animal. Now, this is disturbing. And this one, oh, the way they figured it out is the Flash from the the Earth with the gender switched Mm -hmm. knows that in every Earth, Flash and Colonel are best friends.
0: (laughs) Of course. Anyone that knows anything about the DC Comics.
1: Yeah. So she gets on the speed treadmill, and she's like, I'll just hone in on the flashes of Mm -hmm. these universes. It's called the the the
0: Cosmic Treadmill.
1: Oh, yeah. Pardon me. That's what it's called. Pardon me. Um, so there, the the flash is like a cheetah, I guess. Well, That makes sense. And uh, so
0: this is this is the Spider Ham universe,
1: basically yeah, for DC. Yeah. Now, what's really disturbing about this one is the Colonel is a chicken himself. Wow. Let's let's stop for a moment and
0: really take that concept in. Yeah. The man famous for killing chickens is a chicken. Right.
1: Is a chicken. S-
0: so wouldn't that parallel Earth's? Colonel Sanders be anti-Kentucky Fried Chicken? Because there, there's there got to be more than just the one villain from Earth 3 that's... You'd think someone who was a chicken would be anti-fried
1: chicken. Now, it's possible that they're only eating um, vegetarian food. It's a bit confusing for me. But I think they may... that This colonel only serves mashed potatoes, green beans, and... uh, Yeah. I'm Just glad. the sides. And I some think, coleslaw. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking... Okay, it, that's a nice of, touch,
0: actually. Like, yeah. Hats off to Tony Bedard for putting in that little... That little touch is nice. Yeah, Because yeah. the first question is going to be, why would a chicken be making fried chicken? Yeah. He so would I, be the Hannibal Lecter of that universe. Exactly.
1: So I think they're they're only doing sides. And then the uh, original colonel shows up and goes, y'all mind if I sample that gravy? To which the chicken says, what the buck? <laughs> Wow. Um they go to the 31st century, home of the Legion of Superheroes oh, and get Colonel Ladd.
0: Oh yes, that's so cool. Um, he's in the
1: Legion of Superheroes. Yeah, Colonel Lad and uh and Bart. Um they got Kid Kid he, Flash. He, sa- he says no matter no matter what I try, I can't seem to recreate my ancient secret recipe.
0: <laughs> what what is the, what is
1: the uh Colonel Ladd look like? Um <laughs> he's just got a thin little mustache. And a soul patch and, and, like, Ray-Bans, like, 80s Ray-Bans. Because he's
0: got to be a teenager, right? yeah He's or got real
1: young. Like, those Ray-Bans that were wraparounds that, yeah. like, Bret Hart wears. And his hair is, like, whoosh. Nice. Yeah. Is his, um, is his hair white? Yeah. Huh. Uh, next is Earth-29. You know which one that is? Earth-29. No. Well, I'll put it this way. Here's what the colonel says when they walk up. Goodbye. Me, I'm taking your order now.
0: Oh, the Bizarro universe? Yep. So there's
1: Bizarro Colonel Sanders. Bizarro Colonel Sanders. This is comic sounds amazing. Uh, then the Teen Titans Go universe, and they get a little tiny little kid.
0: Does it look like Teen Titans Go, the cartoon? Yeah. So it's very kind of anime looking?
1: Yeah. An anime Colonel Sanders. And then they add um, a cowboy Colonel Sanders and a uh, red sun Colonel Sanders. Oh no way! Red Sun Colonel Sanders. Yeah, he complains that the treadmill is definitely not Soviet-made. Oh, I love the, this. And the Flash says, "Well, feel free to get off it, Comrade Sanders," which is stupid because they need him. Yeah, don't uh, don't
0: insult one of the the secret recipe holder knowers. Yeah,
1: so we've got steampunk one, and then there's one uh, there's one that they don't uh, explicitly identify. He's got a monocle. And glove. I don't know who this one is. Monocle. He's got a monocle and a star on his shoulder.
0: He could be. There's, there's a World War II universe. Does he look like someone from yeah, World War II? Yeah, maybe. There's one DC Earth that World War II never ended. Or the Nazis won or something. I don't think they'd put a Nazi Colonel Sanders, though, in this ad. Yeah, that seems,
1: <laughs> uh, that seems a, little, uh, a little out there.
0: But no, but then he would have been fighting on the Freedom Fighters. He would have been fighting against Nazis.
1: Yeah, that Colonel Sanders. That could be it. Uh, I think I'm trying to count him. Well, monocle. But, why would he have a monocle? That's not the Kingdom Come one. Is no, the Kingdom Come one has. Yeah, I, I don't know why this guy's got a monocle. Huh. Maybe because you know Kentucky Colonel would have a monocle. Uh, at this point, we're revealed. Uh, it's revealed who Colonel Sunders' secret partner is. Colonel Grodd. <laughs> Are you serious? Uh huh. <laughs> Is it
0: is it Grod Gorilla Grod Like, is it supposed to be Colonel Sanders from a certain universe? Is a gorilla, or is he just a is he is he just is he from the same Earth it's, as it's, Colonel? I Sanders? I think it's the
1: same Earth as Colonel Sanders. But, okay. he, but he also has a white mustache and little goatee thing. He could he could beard. be a parallel Earth Colonel and the, Sanders, and that Southern Thai thing. God, I love that Gorilla Grod. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Um so yada 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 fight scene um don't forget who you are a lot of talk about quality how they stand for quality hmm. you can't beat hard work with lies and tricks but yeah anyway so, if, so, so they formed they imp- formed form the kernel core
0: so what are the, what are they saying that the cutting corners are for the other chicken places what are they implying actually
1: i i don't Is know c- it's c- just vague enough that it that it works it's <laughs> like a, anything a politician says
0: okay i don't okay.
1: cut corners
0: all right, that's enough said. That makes sense.
1: So you, you said this was issue two? Yeah, this is issue two.
0: How many are there?
1: Out of what? I believe this one just came out.
0: It's an ongoing Kentucky <laughs> I don't, Fried Chicken I don't know. comic. I don't, I don't know. Oh, that's God. so awesome. Because I was going to say, you 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 were going to give this a perfect uh, review, like 10 out of 10. 10
1: out of 10, five stars, five just like stars, our podcast. But you can't give it that
0: total you can't give it 100% because it's not the full story. You need the rest oh, of it. Oh, that's
1: true. It loses a little bit of points for ending, something this good ending early. Well, it ends, it, it, and it does end with them reciting the Colonel's Creed, much like the uh, Green Lantern. What is the Colonel's Creed? The easy way does not pay, so heroes do it the hard way. Gosh.
0: He sounds kind of insufferable, listening to this all the time. This is like listening to some crotchety- dad like I right, well i had to get up and walk to school 10 miles like hard way you don't know anything about the easy way we did things the hard way in my day yeah like and i don't wa- know
1: what that means i mean they're they're basically they're taking chicken so the frying they're itself, dipping it in batter and then they're frying it
0: the frying of the chicken itself there is no easy way or or hard way it's just one way you fry chicken
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess the easy way would be like frying it for too long because you're not paying attention. No, I don't even think that. I
0: think they must. It must be the recipe itself. They've taken the hard. No, even that's not hard because once you come up with the right seasonings, that's not actually difficult.
1: And uh, they're only buying like (coughs) the top quality seasonings and not the Kroger brand seasonings. I don't know. Are
0: there? I don't. Are there really that big a tiers in seasoning in like herbs? Maybe there are. Maybe I don't know enough. But I feel like the difference between a Kroger jar of cinnamon and or bottle of cinnamon, and I don't know. Yeah, the, I don't the, even the, know what the brand names are.
1: Yeah, I have no idea. Brandy
0: Cinnamon Company.
1: There's, there's something. There's. I, I like Paul Prudhomme Montreal Steak Seasoning. Oh, that's like a mix.
0: That that's something. That's got Mrs. a brand Dash. thing. Yeah, Mrs. But Dash. these are mixes of. These things. are mixes. These are yeah. These are they did the hard way apparently. Yeah. They're not.
1: Or am I doing it the easy way by buying the the Paul Prudhomme mix and not buying uh, salt, pepper? Oh, maybe that's what spice. he's implying
0: that the chicken is made right there with care. But didn't he also kind of imply that he built the actual building the chicken was made in? Or is he
1: just talking about the company? He's saying he built the company from the ground up, and that's where I take issue. But first letters. Uh, Hi Colonel, longtime reader. This is my first letter. The colonel of two worlds ended with the rogues working at one of your restaurants. I'm just wondering if they're still there. Well, hi, Eric. Glad you asked. Mr. Snart is still employed at my Central City location.
0: Wow. So there's a Kentucky Fried Chicken in Central City run by the Flash's villains. Yeah. That would be be Captain
1: Cold, Heat Wave. Snart is Captain Cold, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Leonard Snart is Captain Cold. Heat Wave. Captain Boomerang,
1: Mirror Master, Mirror Master, Master Weather Wizard,
0: Weather Wizard uh, the Trickster, and
1: is that everybody? But only uh, Captain Cold still works there. Only Captain Cold? Well, yeah. says so Mr. Smart is still employed there. <laughs> so he's the only one that stuck with it, which is hilarious. That is hilarious. I also like that these letters are written... Um, kayfabe? Ins- yeah, kayfabe. Well, I mean, first of all, they're made-up letters, but they're also written as though these adventures of Colonel Sanders are real. Yeah. Normal comic book letters are, wow, that twist ending, I sure didn't see that coming.
0: Oh, that's, r- that's right. A normal letter would be breaking
1: the fantasy and saying, like, my. well, wow, mom- you, you've outdone yourselves. I never expected that the Joker would end up being Superman's mom. Wow, kudos to you. I'll keep reading. And this is... God, I, I almost wish the letters were like that. Yeah. You're like Superman. How, like,
0: how did Metropolis rebuild after Brainiac attacked so quickly? Like a
1: real question you don't think about. I don't know. Here's a letter. It uh, it says, "Do your restaurants serve bananas?" Signed, Banana Nueva G. Grod, <laughs> not Banana Nueva L. C. Signed G. Grod, Gorilla Grod.
0: He knows damn well what's served there. He's he's in cahoots, or is this a different Earth's Gorilla Grod? Is this the Gorilla Grodd that's in? Is this Colonel Grod?
1: No, this must be our regular Gorilla This is a regular Gorilla Grodd. Uh, someone asked if if our chicken fried champion has a secret identity, and they say, no, I assure you, Harlan Sanders is a real man. Hmm. Have I been saying Harland when I mean Harmon? I don't know. Harlan's his first name. Harmon is the unsung hero. Well, uh, are you going to get to that part then?
0: Or are there more letters?
1: Um... <laughs> Uh, Dr. Thaddeus Bodog Sivana of the Sivana Family Science Squad Monster Society of Evil uh, is challenging him to a fight.
0: Do you know who that is, that Dr. Savannah? No, is that somebody? That's. I'm pretty sure that's the Shazam bad guy. The, oh, okay. The, the scientist that hates Shazam.
1: Okay. Or well, Captain Marvel, whatever he's called. Well, uh, the colonel is not in the market for a, uh, for a nemesis. Um, Might be Silvana, actually. Six, six, nine, yeah. So there, then there's a little, um, like, sort of a documentary comic that explains the origin of finger licking good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is it gonna be the
1: hand going through time? Is it? The... <laughs> no, this is real life. Oh, I... unfortunately, that would be great. Um, it's like they're really going going all in on this Crisis on Infinite Earths thing. So this one uh, says the story comes from Pete Harmon, who mm-hmm. trademarked it. Okay, so. Colonel Sanders had the chicken recipe. Okay. He traveled the world selling his chicken. A man named Harmon on 3900 South and State Street in Salt Lake City, Utah, our hometown, Mm -hmm. said, that's good. Let's build a restaurant. Let's call it Harmon's Kentucky Fried Chicken. Okay. So the first KFC exists here. Not Kentucky. The Kentucky Fried Chicken, the chicken, comes from Colonel Sanders, but the... Franchise was really built up by this Pete Harmon fella. Starting in Utah. Yeah, you can go to it now. They have an all-you-can-eat buffet and a statue of the colonel. It's really is this in, inside? Outside, like a bronze Outside. statue, yeah.
0: I drive by too fast, apparently. Yeah,
1: maybe I'll stop by and uh, we'll post a picture of that somewhere. Cool. So Pete's brother Dave um,
0: opened Wh- which, another. Which parallel earth has a bronze uh, Colonel Sanders? Which, which earth is that? Uh, this is that uh, Earth Prime, then? What's we're, our earth? Our earth is Earth Prime. We're earth Prime. Yeah, Earth Prime so is earth bronze. Earth Prime, Colonel Sanders is a statue
1: yeah (laughs) yeah i like that i guess the real one's a skeleton (laughs) and then there's the norm Macdonald and uh yeah uh daryl hammond and and that's the the other guy who's who's that comedian his name escapes me he's super famous jim gaffigan
0: yeah they're they're the like new 52 version of colonel
1: sanders (laughs) yeah that's it yep the zach snyder version (laughs) there's like three reboots Uh, The Zack Snyder version, when he bites into that chicken in slow motion, and like chicken grease like comes out at the camera. Oh yeah, and Rick real slow these little bubbles of chicken grease. It's creepy. Yeah. Um, so they did a commercial where a guy's talking about it, Kentucky Fried Chicken in Phoenix, and in the background, someone is eating a bucket of chicken. A woman phoned in to complain that she could hear him licking his fingers in the background. (laughs) Who is this person?
0: Can you imagine calling a TV station because of a commercial? And apparently this was live. Cause oh, it was a guy, live like,
1: news report? I guess, because then the guy spontaneously said, well, it's finger licking good.
0: So they read the complaint aloud live in real time. That's some gotcha journalism.
1: Yeah. She called, told the manager. That seems maybe like it's been a bit mythologized, yeah, but that, let's go with it. That
0: seems totally fake, but finger licking good. I like yeah. it. It's quaint.
1: Yeah. So that's that's that. Uh, you can find this. I honestly have no idea where you can find this.
0: Yeah, I don't either. When so, I when I, when this first came to our attention, I was I was kind of shocked it existed.
1: I guess go into your local KFC or just Google it. I didn't. Uh, I'm sure it's free online or something. I didn't uh, really do any research on this. Oh yes, kfc dot com slash comic. Cool man. Free download. To so all those kids
0: that are just going to. Th-
1: just browsing around,
0: they're in for a treat when they <laughs> stumble upon the comic. Absolutely, <laughs> Mom. Can I get on the Kentucky Fried Chicken website? Of course you can. You're gonna okay, look up, but you're, only for five minutes. You're gonna look up a location or something? Yeah, sounds fun. Get on there, darling.
1: Uh, a picture of their sauces. Links to uh, follow them on Twitter. How do you think? How do you
0: think it's going to turn out? Since we're probably not going to get get any more issues. Could at least kind of have some kind of ending.
1: No, I mean, it end, yeah, I guess they, they got to go back to their universes. and.
0: Well, I guess it ends with him getting the whole recipe together. And then they make a
1: really good chicken. Yeah, that's true, because they defeated Colonel Sunder, but we didn't see them uni- get unite. together, use all their, you know, the separate <laughs> pieces of the team. Uh, sorry, I'm just at the uh, Colonel Sanders Animatronic uh, Museum virtual tour. Is that on the
0: website too, or is of that? Of a- course,
1: oh yeah, the website's a wonderful resource. They did it the hard way. They did, and that's why it turned out so good. Absolutely. Man, I let's let's kind of go for some. KFC. Some chicken. Yeah. Well, let's. I've never been to Popeyes. You ever been to Popeyes? No. Cajun. I bet it's kind of a little overpowering. I don't. I can't say. I've never tried it. Oh, yeah. Is it
0: how, did they do it the hard way? Is there a lot of spices on the chicken?
1: There's a lot of spices. I think it's more of like a spicy, spicy, spicy kind chicken? of thing. Huh. I'm guessing. Maybe that's who we're taking these passive-aggressive jabs at, is Popeyes.
0: Hmm. I, I don't know a lot, enough about the
1: uh, fried chicken How many fried chicken places are there? Fried chicken wars. Do you, and, um, in the bigger cities, there's knockoffs. Oh, yeah. Kennedy fried chicken is, I remember is one I've seen in Queens.
0: I remember when I was in London, how... I was shocked at how many chicken places there were, and, and it didn't matter the state. It'd be Tennessee fried chicken. Yeah,
1: there's It'd a lot be of like that Carolina stuff. Carolina like, fried chicken. East. It's
0: like every. Well, this was over in England. Wow, they love chicken in London, man. Fried chicken is the jam. Well, how do you do? So that blew your mind. Well, now it's time to blow your speakers. All right, Blow Your Speakers is my weekly adventure in heavy metal, trying to become a snob one album at a time. Last week I talked about my little fear of never stumbling upon a, a band that I love or a sound that I love. And, and man, oh man, do I love the, the sound of this type of metal this week. So we talked about, last week about Black Sabbath, who started Stoner Metal and doom metal kind of on their own in this one album, Master of Reality. Mm-hmm. We talked about Candlemass a long time ago. They are the epic doom band. So they really took doom to the next level, slowing down the, just the beat. just It's slow, doomy. The vocals are operatic, high-pitched, kind of a la a- a- Ozzy in Master of Reality. Then I also talked about Weedpecker in the very first episode of Blow Your Speakers, who are straight stoner metal, which is just kind of that fuzzy riff, a lot of kind of uh, different pedals, and the, the riff is just is just all that matters, right? Mm-hmm. So you take stoner metal, you take epic doom metal, you mix them together, and you've got stoner doom, which so far I'm going to say is my favorite genre of metal that I've listened to out of all the genres so far. Okay. Stoner doom. And in Stoner Stoner Doom Metal, you have just, you've got the slowness of Doom Metal, and you've got the fuzzy distortion and worship of the riff of of Stoner Metal. So you, you just have a slow, heavy, heavy sound. This week I'm talking about Sleep and their incredible album, Dope Smoker.
1: And I said this last time, the views of the band Sleep and Activities do not necessarily reflect those of World Champion Podcast. Of course. And I'm not saying that with a wink or tongue-in-cheek. I'm just saying it.
0: And if you think of, of Black Sabbath as being the popular kid in high school, Sleep is kind of the little brother that focuses on really specific elements of the metal and takes it to kind of an extreme degree, kind of obsessive. So after getting a lot of good reviews off Holy Mountain, which is basically a Black Sabbath ripoff,
1: now you said that you'd talk about the release date, but what is this like? New? Is it modern? Is it from the seventies? It's from. The from
0: 80s? It was recorded in nineteen ninety six.
1: Okay, that's so, good enough. Yeah. So
0: I'll, I'll get to that yeah. in a minute. Holy Mountain, like I said, they the second Sleep album started to really get traction with with uh, the heavy metal press, and the group they they were right on the cusp of getting huge. Right, the, their label was really pushing on major labels were starting to get interested in them. And they decided to write some new material, whether they be on their old label or their new label. They, they, we got to have something awesome and epic. And so what they decided to do was to write an hour-long song, which took them four years. I'll, I'll just get to what the band was saying. So this is the band is Matt Pike, Al Cisneros, Chris Hakius. I might have butchered all of those. I don't know. Yeah. What does it matter? Well, just to kind of separate who to, There's only three of them, yeah. so it's kind of separate who, what happens everyone.
1: Okay, sure. Al Sorry. stated
0: that smoking cannabis was important to the song's creative process. Bold. A bold statement. Bold statement a for a bold musician. statement for, for, yeah, for stoner metal specifically, right? Uh, the song was originally known and performed live under the title Dope Smoker. After the tour, the group began to be interested in Middle Eastern desert themes, which led Sleep to refer to the, the song as Jerusalem during later practice sessions. So they, they've written the song. They've now kind of got the interest of, of major labels, and there's kind of been a bidding war. They, they go with, with London Records, which is the, the record label of the Rolling Stones. This is about as major of a, a label as you can get on. And they went to London because they were promised complete artistic freedom and more money than the other labels. So that's another, like, no-brainer, right? The song was recorded at Record 2 Studio... In California, while recording the song, it began to develop differently, organically almost. Guitarist Pike stated that the song was getting slower and slower, and then it got weird. We started tripping <laughs> out and second-guessing ourselves. Recording the album was really difficult, and Pike recalled that, quote, there was so much to memorize for that album, and we had to do it in three different sections because reel-to-reel only holds 22 minutes, yeah. which was really cool, but it was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. Sleeper in the studio for one full month then went home to rehearse, then returned for another month after things got weird, right? After sending the finished album to London Records, uh, the label told Sleep that they were not going to release it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> great,
0: so you get which which makes sense in one way you look at okay, you've signed this band. These are out of touch record label guys. You know they're okay. Give us the album. Let's let's figure out which which single we're going to sell. We got to push the single, and they get an hour long concept album about
1: smoking weed. Yeah, that's quote really weird. That's quote really weird. I can't even blame the record label for that. That's okay. that's, 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 That's 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 people doing their job. Okay, that's that's what you think at
0: first. But then you've got to keep in mind that they signed a band whose entire idea was the stoner doom sound, to yeah. make something stonery. And, and they basically did, if you think about it, the actual ultimate thing you could do. This record label wants a stoner band. We are going to release a song so stoner that it's just the, as far to the, and that's why I compared them to the Black Sabbath, because they have taken this blueprint from Black Sabbath and taken it to this weird level where you are worshipping the riff. There's parts in the song where he's playing one note and letting it go for, there's no drums, no singing, no nothing. It's just the one note, letting it ride out for five, ten seconds, then the next one, and again, and it gets hypnotic, and I'll, I'll get into the des- description. But they've, they sort of, in a way, did the ultimate fulfilling of the record labels, what they wanted from them, if you look at it that way. But again, like you said, how do you sell an hour-long song to the public? Yeah. London Records brought in a producer named David Sardi to remix the album, but they still could not figure out what to do with it. They had him break it down into six different songs. They cut, uh, I think, 13 minutes out of it. So it's still 52 minutes long. And when I say one song, there, it's not like a song that's evolving into all these different sounds. It's the same song for the full hour. It's, it's not changing. Because okay. tab- there's
1: been things like that too, but it's... No, this
0: is, this is one song. No, It doesn't go into some orchestra. It doesn't do any kind of changing of, of, of the melody. It's the one melody for an hour. They brought in this guy to remix it. The band was furious, they, and, the, and Sleep refused to, to release the album in, in any edited form. So this kind of became a deadlock thing. This, this is in 1996, and they finally released... The 52-minute Jerusalem version of the album, split into six I- identical tracks with the same name, by the way. So every song is named Jerusalem mm-hmm. on the Jerusalem mix, and this is against the band's will. They released that in 1999, I believe. The band finally, by the time it came out, had broken up from the strain of, of fighting and fighting with a label, fighting with each other, and and so the band's over. This four-year, one-song. Has and the record label, all that whole experience has destroyed the band. There's four versions that are released after that, or three versions. So there's the Jerusalem, which I've never heard personally. Then there's a bootleg version. Then they finally released what's called Dope Smoker. So the original name of the song, this is the the hour and three minute length song. That was released in 2003, so like four years later, but that really caught on. And then in 2012 like the definitive version, they got the band together, They said, and, that, and the band basically said, this is the closest to what the song is of all the versions. And that's the version I have. London Records' refusal to share Sleep's affection or vision led to the disbanding in disgust. My, Matt Pike went on to form High on Fire, who are really pretty well-known. I don't know if you've heard of them. And Al Cisneros and Chris Hackeus went on to Ohm. And, th- and it's really cool, because from what I've heard of, I, I haven't really heard much of either of those bands. But High and Fire kind of t- took more of the straight-ahead metal approach, and then OM kind of went in the weird, hypnotic direction of, of long songs. They have, like, 30-minute songs and, mm. and stuff. So you can kind of see, the, like, who, who was pulling what way, who was pulling the other. The album itself is a masterpiece, I'm going to have to say. I've listened to it probably 10 times this week. And I've tried to do it in the full one hour and three minutes without, without stopping. First, got to get used to how weird it is. It is very strange. You, it's six minutes before anybody sings. So that's how far into it before you get your first vocals. The first guitar solo is at, I think, 14
1: minutes. Wow. This is the first... And is it, is it like there's a verse and a chorus? Is there a chorus? Oh, I, I got some reverse chorus. Yes, verse bridge I, I, kind I of printed situation? out the lyrics
0: because because when I said they really are into the weed smoke, listen to these lyrics. Six minutes in, you get drop out of life with bong in hand. Follow the smoke towards the riff filled land. You get that twice, and that's it. Then, then about fourteen minutes, you get the first solo. Then about you know fifteen, sixteen minutes in, or seventeen, you get the first chorus, which is proceeds the weedian Nazareth. Twice, and that's it. So the album, if you've got the 2012 version, it's like, it looks like Dune. Mm-hmm. It's, it's deserts. The cover's really cool. And there's these things called weedians, which basically look like, like in the book Dune. People wearing cloaks with some kind of suits with hoses in them, kind of like the still suits. But I guess it's just pumping the weed smoke into these, these outfits. It's, and they're making the way to stopped. Jerusalem. No, it's not. <laughs> this is amazing. So you got, you got only three guitar solos in this time. There's multiple times where they'll stop and just play the riff over and over. And it gets really hypnotic. And surprisingly, the album, when it finally ends, feels weird. Because you've heard the same guitar riff slowly over and over for an hour. So when it finally ends, it feels super strange.
1: It's like when um, your upstairs neighbor's vacuuming for a really long time.
0: Mm.
1: And it's annoying. and And then when the vacuum turns off... It's too quiet. Yeah, it's weird. So that's how when the air conditioner shuts off, or whatever. Yeah, I I feel you.
0: So this is just an interesting album. Just even if you don't like the music itself, which I really did like the music. It's interesting just to listen to, just to try to experience this kind of boundary pushing uh, experiment. Like they did something. I don't think there's any song that's close to an hour long by other bands, is there, what's, I know a lot of the progressive rock bands will do 30 minute songs, Mm -hmm. 25 minute songs. Yeah. Or the Grateful Dead or something will jam forever. But
1: it's, an hour is a long time. Especially if it's like you say one song. I mean, every really long song I can think of is really just a bunch of songs. It's improv stuff. Right. Or just, no, just like they just don't have a space between the Mm. songs. And maybe there's like recurring motifs like, Mm. uh, nutcracker or something right well the thing is
0: is i I watched a documentary actually about the making of this this album this week or it was a segment from a bigger documentary just about stoner metal and the 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 bassist guy who's so the drummer and bassist have gone on to a band called ohm who like i said do that kind of hypnotic same sort of thing and the bassist when they were interviewing him was saying that sometimes you'll listen to like a, a Black Sabbath rec- record. There'll be like this moment where this awesome riff is. And he says this with a totally straight face. "Is, is, is wh- Why can't that riff just go on for 15, 20 minutes? Huh. You're know, like, okay, well, that, that's where this, exactly where their, their concept came from. Is this like, that's what he likes? Well, that's what they're going to do. And so, I don't know. I'll post it. It's the most interesting album I've listened to by far so far. I don't, and, it, and it's pretty
1: good. It's pretty cool. Well, no junior high kids are smoking weed yet, but I suspect that's coming if I make my way through to Degrassi High. Oh. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah. I like it. Uh, but we're at Degrassi Junior High, Season 3, Episode 5, Loves Me, Loves Me Not. It uh, starts out with Joey. Joey Jeremiah selling his demo tape, Zit Remedy. The song is really getting into your head now. Everybody wants something, they're never going to get it. Yeah, they just have that one song. Nice. Yeah.
0: Is it like Dope Smoker? Is it an an hour? It's an hour long
1: of just that. Everybody wants something. Um, So Caitlin buys one, and her and Joey share a look. Oh. Caitlin is is, uh, very, um, she's a go-getter. Okay. Not in a bad way. She's just a go-getter. Type A personality? Just She's a, she's a crusader. Oh. Okay. You know, she's a crusader. She's, she's very uh, progressive in thought. She's a crusader. Um, Joey, who got held behind and is in a grade lower than his actual age group, is still flunking out of English. But now there's a new assignment that you can either do alone or in a group. Um, so he goes and talks to his buddy Snake, who suddenly has long red hair, <laughs> really? which he didn't used to have. Yeah, so these, this season is filmed all sorts of crazy something out of order.
0: Continuity, something screwy.
1: Yeah, he's got long red hair, and he's like, well, maybe you should get some help. Caitlin over there is smart. Meanwhile, Caitlin's at her own table while her friends are ribbing her for having a crush on Joey. Oh. So Joey walks over, and he's like, hey, you know, maybe we can do this project together project involves going to see a movie or apparently it's part of it.
0: This is a kick-ass school project so far. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So they're, they're going to go see a movie. Um, and she's like, you know, she's playing it cool. Uh, it's very endearing. And Joey's like, well, let's go see teen Academy four. <laughs> and and she, Dude, there's nothing I love more than movies in, in world. Like, oh, yeah. I, uh, I meant to, for the longest time, to start a website for all the movies that they go to on Seinfeld.
0: Yeah, that's a perfect example. Yeah. All the, uh, the movies on Seinfeld. Prognosis negative. I lo-
1: <laughs> the Seinfeld ones are so great because they're all so believable. Yeah, They're not too ridiculous. Prognosis negative. Um, uh,
0: sigh and Sigh Again. Science <laughs> and sigh Again.
1: <laughs> Rochelle Rochelle. Sack Lunch. <laughs> what, isn't there one <laughs> called like Inferno or something? or. What's the one? There's one where Harrison Ford is jumping out of a helicopter and shoots it backwards. (laughs) (laughs) And then when Kramer's pretending to be the movie phone, there's a bunch. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's just my favorite thing. Hindenburg. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's gotta hurt. (laughs) Okay, luckily, uh, WikiSign has it. Oh, it does. Checkmate. Mm -hmm. Chunnel. Chunnel was one of them. Uh, yeah, Sack Lunch, Channel. Old... Oh, it, I'm sorry, Hindenburg was called Blimp. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the Pool Guy, The Little. Uh, <laughs> the Pain and the Yearning. That's one of them? The yeah, Pain and the Yearning. The Pain and the Yearning is when Elaine fell in love with the video store guy just based on his oh, recommendations. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a teenager? Yeah. <laughs> the Other Side of Darkness, Ponce de Leon. It's great. Uh, so, anyway, they're going to go see um, Teen, Teen Academy. Academy 4. Caitlin's a little taken aback because the women on the poster are all in bikinis. Saying, oh, like, wait, what kind I of movie know, is yeah, this? Yeah, I don't know about this. Uh, but, anyway, Caitlin this, is thinking this is a date. What uh, she doesn't know, there's a big dance coming up. What she doesn't know is that Joey asked Liz. Liz has uh, a Chelsea haircut, uh-huh. the, like, English uh, mod kind of haircut. Joey and her had a little run in where um, she invited him over to study and he brought a condom and put it in the middle of the coffee table and was like, are, are you ready?
0: Wow, of
1: Kind of misunderstood that situation. Yeah. Mis- misread that one. <laughs> um, I,
0: I just like that, that that you come in and slam a condom in the middle of the table. Yeah. Like you, this is a man who doesn't have time for shenanigans. No. Let's get right to it. Like even just if you that, even yeah. if someone invited you over and it was like a sure thing, like, oh this is gonna happen. Would you just kind of storm in like Kramer, kick the door in, come <laughs> yeah. over and just slam down a condom?
1: Yeah. Well well she's got her books there because she thinks you're gonna be study partners. Mm-hmm. You're like, I thought study partner meant condom
0: <laughs> and then just declare it too. Don't, yeah. don't and no sort of nuance. No don't come in and kind of read the situation.
1: No, no, just oh well, this like, is how it goes. Are we gonna do this or what? <laughs> yeah. So he's asked her to the dance, but Caitlin thinks it's a date. They get along great, and he's even like, wow, you're so cool. You're beautiful and smart. But no. Um, now, later there's an unrelated scene of some kids talking about Teen Academy 4. <laughs> and uh, so the, uh, the scenes they love are when the cop car goes through the mall, okay. uh, when the policeman got thrown into the pool, and when the principal got shaving cream all over him. So this is just Police Academy, uh, pretty much. Yeah, Teen Academy for uh, very anti-authoritarian. I guess it could like. be
0: uh, in the Blues Brothers. Don't they drive through a mall in that?
1: Oh, they drive through everything. It's like yeah. a thirty-minute chase. They end up like on the top floor of an office building with Leonard Malton. Mm-hmm. No, not Leonard Malton. I'm sorry, the director that looks like Leonard Malton. Mm-hmm. That guy. That's John
0: Landis. I was gonna say it John was Landis. Earth Three. Uh, Colonel, Colonel, uh, I don't know.
1: It's the guy that directed Thriller. Okay. Anyway, unimportant. So Caitlin and Joey, what they do is they do like a Siskel and Ebert thing where he loves the movie. She hates it. The class applauds. You know, Joey's so excited. Let's do this again sometime. Chemistry there. Chemistry, absolutely. Now it's the date of the dance montage. It's our first real montage here.
0: Nice. Where Caitlyn's
1: trying on dance outfits while that Zit Remedy song plays, <laughs> and she you know she's doing her makeup, she's doing her hair. Um, finally, she shows up at the dance in a like a corseted power suit. Okay, I think I can picture that. So picture like a power suit that a businesswoman in the eighties would wear: huge shoulder pads, a huge shoulder pads, very poofy, sleeves rolled up, mm-hmm. and then. Frankly, a, a corset. Like, like a leathery corset Just, on the outside. Boiled leather. Boiled leather. Huh. Yeah. Boiled leather. Joey shows up, goes straight to Liz. Oh, man. And with her putting the tape back in its case, take her nail polish off. Very sad. Yeah. Uh, subplot, I mentioned Arthur's weird cousin. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's lunchtime. Yick comes up to Arthur, who's reading the stock page, because he's rich, and he's got to get good <laughs> dividends. <laughs> um, it's a nice touch. Yeah, he's reading the rest. stock page. He also has a big gold medallion.
0: To to a little kid, that's that right there. That's wealth. The yeah, stock page and a
1: necklace. Yeah, just reading the stock page yeah. means you're you're wealthy. Yeah. Um. And Yik says, "Why is your cousin staring at me?" And that weird Cabbage Patch Kid cousin is staring at him while what appears to be gnawing on jerky. And I've mentioned that the quality is really bad on YouTube, but she's like kind of just gnawing on this thing. And then the whole episode, she's following him around, like tailing well, you, him, hiding you, by trees and stuff.
0: When you say Cabbage Patch Kid,
1: what what, what what does that mean? Like hair that looks like it's yarn. Okay. Um, and a round face. So pretty much. A round kind like, of pumpkin face. Like, it
0: just, like, like it, when Pinocchio turns into a real boy, this is exactly a Cabbage Patch Kid turning into a real person. Exactly. Okay. Exactly
1: that. Gnawing on jerky. Um, so she's got a crush on Yick. Wow. How about that?
0: A lot of crushes. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, man, it's hard. Dating's hard as a teenager.
1: When you're getting wet dreams when and you're, you're putting just, condoms on the table.
0: Yeah, when you're just slamming them down. Well, I mean, all those mixed signals. You know, you don't know. You see, I need to study. That, that's when you just kick open the door, like you said, throw yeah. down your
1: condom. Yeah. And it was it it was a very sad and very relatable episode too, because Caitlin this whole time thinking it's a date, Joey leading her on, and then it's not. It's a bummer. I don't think there's anyone who hasn't experienced that.
0: Yeah, no. That's so universal.
1: Yeah. So Yeah, that's why they call it the Universal Universal Television. <laughs> it's the Universal Soldier of TV shows, Degrassi. That's a weird way to put it. I'd like it if they would re release it on Blu-ray and then I could have a quote on the box that says the Universal Soldier of T V shows. I don't think they'd want to go with and that. And I don't though. mean Universal Soldier the movie, I mean Universal Soldier the Soldier. Oh, Okay,
0: someone that would be helping Colonel Sanders, maybe. Exactly. All we're
1: right, we gonna do this. I, I'm okay. Let's, let's get let's do it. Let's, we, okay, Kevin Dully, uh, we know him. Mm-hmm. We know him as, as much as we know any of our listeners, which means they uh, we communicate via email. Mm-hmm. They send us emails. We talk to them via the show. Basically, I don't know that I've ever responded to an email from a listener. I'm not sure I have.
0: am e- not sure I've read one before, actually. Yeah, yeah. Let alone responded.
1: Uh, Kevin goes way back to our older shows we've mentioned. This is Kevin D, Kevin Dolly.
0: So this, yeah, you, that's the continuity there. Fight for Comics, Pizza Party Podcast.
1: Oh, he gets into it. Don't worry. Oh, but, he does. Yes. But he gets- the continuity for our list, yeah, Fight for Comics, Pizza Party Podcast. No, this one. Um, I wonder if he's writing similar letters to all new Wednesday Warriors. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't want to know. That's a parallel earth now. Recently, we've been mentioning Kevin T. Mm-hmm. Kevin is also a long-time listener, going way back, um, but only recently reached out to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, he pointed out to us that we were mentioned in an issue of Deadpool, right? N- and that's that's not without controversy, but also not without a doubt. We were mentioned. Yeah, Deadpool. It was, it was Deadpool ours. referenced us directly. Our podcast. Um, so we've been chatting with him lately. Kevin Dully writes in, "Ding dong, bing bong." It's Kevin Dully. Writing you two fine gents to please read this letter of reckoning over the air or internet live for the world to hear. This bullshit has gone on long enough. I have been insulted and possibly mocked. Perhaps I've been cloned. The last month of your show, a would-be poser calling himself Kevin has been writing into the show. Other Kevin, I'm calling you out. You s- Language. I'm not going to read the more inflammatory things to Other Kevin. I like both of these. These fine gentlemen. I n-
0: I never knew that a Kev Ke- the name Kevin was kind of a Highlander situation
1: where there can <laughs> exactly.
0: be there can be only one. I was not aware of this. I thought names were just generally just names.
1: But I guess not. The name Kevin in Germany mm-hmm. is synonymous with like a, a dumb, undesirable person. Is that true? That's true. I'm not trying to insult both Kevins here, but I I, I heard about it on I'm not Reddit.
0: trying to insult him, but I think it speaks for itself. No, I
1: heard about it on Reddit. It would be like, like in the U.S., like the name Cletus or Jethro or something oh, being like a hillbilly. Yeah, like there's certain names, or like Guido mm-hmm. is a name that's that's kind of that's an ethnic slur. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's something like that. Like the name Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> is it? I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. But Kevin apparently is so in Germany. Kevin is that? Okay, I'm serious, guys. Look it up. I, I'll, I'll look it up for you. And talk about it next episode. I'm just trying to say, let's find some common ground. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I have always been the Kevin that writes in with amusing stories or comments, and I'm not about to be replaced. I bet you don't believe me. <laughs> don't believe me? I bet you don't believe me, you rotten scoundrel. My credits are as follows. Is, he, is this addressed to the other Kevin or to us? This is like The Rock calling out oh, Triple H. okay. You know? He lists the episodes that his letters were read on. FFC 213, FFC 214, 215, 242, 271, God, he, he 275, was... 276, 279, Pizza Party 14, 52, 75, and uh, this show, World Champion Podcast 3 and 13. Wow. And now, and now uh,
0: 26. I, I, pretty, I just assume we've been written to by 25 different Kevins, to be honest. This is one. This is, he's got quite.
1: Yeah, 80. no, it's been the same one up okay. until recently, yeah. Um, That's right, I live a life full of searching for podcast attention. Is it weird that I know the episodes of which my emails were read? Hell yeah, it is. Listen here, Kevin, come lately, I will not stand for this. Yeah, yeah, your emails are good, real good, but if you think I'm going to let some imposter Kevin write in, confusing listeners and hosts by crossing our Kevin streams, well, my lamer doppelganger foe, you have another thing coming. In this life, I have sworn vengeance upon three people, Michael Jackson, Bill Cosby, and John Bobbitt. Things didn't work out too well for those guys, now did it? (laughs) Kevin, if that is your real name, well, now I'm coming out of... If it's not his real name, then there's not an issue. That's a good point. So, (laughs) Kevin, if
0: that's not your real name...
1: Then good day. Then have a
0: wonderful life.
1: (laughs) Never mind. I'm coming out of retirement and swearing vengeance upon you. If you are, in fact, as sly as I think you are, then I assume you know of me. I also assume you have been watching me since I may be getting your mail. Did he say it come out of retirement? Yeah, I thought he
0: said he w- it was on episode thirteen. That was fifteen weeks ago.
1: Oh, did, A lot can happen I, in fifteen I weeks. I didn't
0: even know he he retired. Yeah, see,
1: a lot can happen. You can retire and unretire <laughs> exactly. And make a comeback. Uh, I think you've been watching me since I may have been getting your mail. You sneaky bastard! Signing up for the Savers Weekly under my name, making me receive junk mail. You maniacal fiend! Since you know of me and of my whereabouts, I issue you a challenge. A fight to the death. Well, not to the death. A fight to a bloody nose. Yes, the streets will run red and green with the blood and boogers of a lesser Kevin. Meet me 7 p.m. on July, the Sabbath day of the, bo- the black 31st.
0: Sabbath day?
1: The Black Sabbath day of the 31st by the newly repainted tennis courts by my house. If you play Pokemon like I assume you do, then you will be happy to know you can have two fights that day since it is now flooded with dorks like you using it as a pokey Gym. Men like me, you ask, oh, I go to a real gym, a real gym with heavy <laughs> stuff in it, heavy stuff in it that I pick up and move up and down, or I just swipe my card and turn around and go home and watch Netflix. Come on, man, I need my 12 swipes for a discounted membership. But 25% of the time, I go in and lift heavy things to prepare for just such occasions. <laughs> he
0: sometimes goes down and just swipes
1: his... Swipes it and leaves, yeah. I usually just go and then hide in the bathroom. Man, if
0: you're already there, just get this <laughs> work out. You've already driven there.
1: I go to Planet Fitness every Monday for free pizza night. Do you, do you really? Is it pretty good pizza? No, it's just like a cold little Caesars that sweaty people have been grubbing. That doesn't sound very good. <laughs> <laughs> I lift heavy things prayer for just such an occasion, Kermit. That's right, Kermit. I'm not even calling you by my name anymore because that's my name, Kermit. Or that's my name, Kermit. Anyway, I dub thee Kermit, and I'll see you that Sunday. I'll also be bringing a bottle of Tabasco sauce to show you that I can handle the heat, Kerm. I can handle the heat. (laughs) Hey, Sean and Brighton, you fools want to solve a mystery? Get in your mystery machine and get to the bottom of this coexisting Kevin's bullshit. You might be asking, Kevin, are you drunk right now? No, I stopped drinking five weeks ago in preparation for Sunday's fight. A lot can happen. I threw away all my Flash and X-Men t-shirts and replaced them all with tap-out gear and super flashy expensive jeans. Jeans with crosses and sequins sits to the ass pockets. I have become Ultimate Kevin. Wow. Or as I call myself, Dorkbagging Kevin, or D-Bag Kevin for short. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should see my barbed wire and sharp edgy tattoo design thing I'm getting all over my pythons, or guns as I call them. I also bought an array of flat-billed caps that I wear slightly cocked to one side or the other. <laughs> Kermit, see you Sunday if you're Kermit enough. Sean and Brighton keep up the good work. Kevin D. Bagdelli. Dolly. Wow. That was quite a, a bold call-out. I, I say we have other Kevin respond. I agree with you. You tell that imposter I will take him on any time. Texas Twister match, Celebrity Scrabble challenge, Loser Leaves Town ladder match—you name it, and I'll be there. Not just for me, but for all the little Kevin maniacs out there, saying their prayers, listening to their podcast, brother.
0: Wait, was that the other Kevin? Yeah. So we had a response already.
1: Yeah, he called in.
0: So what? So where do we go from here?
1: Said, we're just the. We're like just the uh, commissioner here. We're the. Shane and Stephanie McMahon of this crew.
0: So we're going to see how this plays out. I think that's all we can do. And pray. Yeah.